Welcome to Coffee 82, a podcast about left-of-center politics. So, earlier this week, Donald Trump had uh, dinner with two anti-Semites, Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes is also a white supremacist, uh, and um, these people are hanging out with Donald Trump. Donald Trump claims he's not racist or an anti-Semite. In the past, he's claimed that. But his company suggests otherwise. Now, Kanye West has been going through issues uh, regarding his anti-Semitic comments. Uh, And what's problematic is that he is now attached himself with other anti-Semites. So, this is from Raw Story. It's, uh, it says about a third, uh, about that third person at the dinner with Donald Trump and anti-Semites. And, uh, let's see, it says Donald Trump's dinner earlier this week with anti-Semite Kanye West and Holocaust denier and white supremacist Nick Fuentes may also have included two other right-wingers hinted at by the former president himself. After Axios reporting confirmed Fuentes had in fact had dinner with Trump, Trump issued a new statement saying, Our dinner was a meeting intended to be Kanye and me only, but he arrived with a guest whom I have never met and knew nothing about. But later on Friday afternoon, his true social platform, on his true social platform, Trump wrote a defense of the dinner with an expanded guest list. Uh, This past week, the former president says, Kanye West called me to have dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Shortly thereafter, he unexpectedly showed up with three of his friends whom I knew nothing about. We had dinner on Tuesday evening with many members of with many members present on the back patio. The dinner was quick and uneventful. Then uh, they then left for the airport. End of quote. Con- uh, <clears throat> Trump didn't write this. Someone in his inner circle wrote this. Trump doesn't talk like this. Okay, and then it goes on, as Maggie Haberman noted, Trump did not denounce his guests' extremist beliefs. Three of his friends, according to the far-right website Breitbart, apparently includes Nick Fuentes, the far-right provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos, and former Trump 2016 aide Karen Giarmo. So, Milo Yiannopoulos is uh, known for uh, being a right-wing provocateur, uh, trying to quote-unquote own the libs. He was, uh, at one point, uh, he wrote for Breitbart, uh, and apparently some of his publications were shown to be uh, plagiarized. 
Okay, Breitbart goes on to state two people who say they were at the dinner on Tuesday evening, uh, Unopolis, and one-time Trump aide Karen have publicly stated that Fuentes was in fact at the dinner with Trump and West. End of quote. So, in an earlier post, Trump said that Nick Fuentes was not there, was not at the dinner. But he, in fact, was at the dinner. So Trump did know who he was. or other, Otherwise, he would not be trying to, to distance himself from the guy. On CNN this morning, the uh, a reporter with the Daily Beast said a source told her that Trump was um, impressed by Fuentes, who is a, an avowed white supremacist. Holocaust denier. How you can be impressed with someone like that? I don't know. It says, going on, uh, Nick attended the dinner and sat across from the former president. I sat to the president's right and ye to his left, Karen said in a statement to podcaster Tim Poole's website, Timcast. Breitbart reports the president was himself for the dinner the president was by himself for the dinner but he invited other people Politico reports Karen confirmed to Politico that she was also at the dinner with Trump West and Fuentes but does not mention Milo Yiannopoulos at the dinner. Referring to Kanye by his new name, Vice adds, Yi, who has been on an anti-Semitic spiral in recent months, announced he's going to be running for president in 2024, and Yiannopoulos is his campaign strategist. He claimed that he asked the former president to run with him as his vice president. According to Yi, the dinner involving the billionaire, the rapper, and the white nationalist devolved into screaming and derogatory epithets. So, not only was it, Trump said it was uneventful, that was not the case. He said those other people weren't there, that wasn't the case. Come to find out they were there, and in fact, there was conversations about politics, and Trump being uh, Guy's, uh Vice President Yiannopoulos, the former Breitbart editor who came to dis- who, who became disgraced after saying, I think in the gay world, some of the most important, enriching, and incredibly life-affirming, important, shaping relationships very often between younger boys and older men. So that's, that's who My- Milo Yiannopoulos is. That's how he thinks and he's having dinner with Trump. And these are the same people who say they want to fight child exploitation, call Democrats uh, groomers, when in fact they do this stuff. Anyway, it says uh, earlier this year, Margie Green Taylor came under fire for hiring uh, as an intern in Yiannopoulos, even after 
he appeared to support sexual relationships between boys as young as 13 and older men. Carroll told the New York Times, uh, Carroll reported earlier this year, had access to people around the president, the former president, having run Mr. Trump's campaign in Florida during the 2016 presidential campaign or primary, etc. It says, uh, in 2018, Karen signed an agreement with Mr. Kairaku, a copy of which was obtained by the New York Times to seek a full pardon from President Trump of his conviction for $50,000 and promised another $50,000 bonus if she secured a pardon. Sounds like bribery. John Caribou, who the CIA, uh, who the Times identifies as a former CIA officer convicted of illegally disclosing classified information. Wow. So he was trying to pay her to get Trump to get get a pardon, and then he would pay her again. These are these people are criminals. And evangelical, specifically white evangelicals, support Donald Trump 75%, 75 to 80% will vote for him, no matter what. They don't care about none of this. They are there for these fake ceremonies of fake peace uh, treaties to make them think that Trump is this peaceful uh, person. He's not. He said he didn't start a war. He killed more civilians than Obama did in drone strikes. He, he loosened the restrictions on uh, collateral damage. He, in fact, had troops in the Middle East when he was president in war, Afghanistan. But he said he didn't you know, wasn't a wartime president. I mean, this guy, and he's wants to get back into the White House. He's going to put people like we're in this article in the White House with him, and they are going to destroy or attempt to destroy democracy. Not to be an alarmist, but that is, you know, he tried to overturn the 2020 presidential election which he lost fair and square. Now, he couldn't accept it, but that's a separate issue than trying to overturn it, having people, you know, stoking all of this, these people to go and attack the Capitol. And what happens is people who listen to AM radio, people who listen to Fox News, people who listen to these podcasters on the right that give this false information, rile people up, and they go down to the Capitol, set up nooses, talking about killing the vice president. A woman was stomped to death. Another woman was shot. 
two police officers died in the coming days. And another police officer died by suicide who was there. And we're having a conversation about this guy being president again. He should never be president again. And for the people, these evangelicals who are stuck in this delusion that he is your savior, you really need to read your Bible again. Because there's only one savior, and it is not Donald Trump. <laughs>